0: Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 49. We are one episode away from episode 50. I'm joined here today by Arnaldo Castillo at Soundproof Studios in New York City. Arnaldo, we've made it. One episode away. How do you feel?
1: Well, I feel like um, every time we have an episode, you always say,
0: we made it. Because, see, I never think that we're going to make it past another episode. (laughs) I mean,
1: I'm still so... um, confused as to how we didn't shut down after episode one correct see i don't know why people are still listening to episode one it's our most famous episode that's right i think they're doing it to laugh at us i think so too man um hey guys we apologize for the the delay i know we know we know we've been we've been late two weeks two weeks so we apologize for that uh we needed to get some things polished up yep We are glad to be here,
0: though. We're just getting some things ready for episode 50. Um, We want to make it great. We want to make it uh, pretty good. You know, it's our 50th episode. We're pretty excited about it. You know, we've been doing this now for about two years and a half. So um, it's about to reach uh, three years to uh, believe it or not in November. Three years. Wow. I'm sincere. I'm like i thought it was just two I, yeah I me too think but was. i was i was just looking at our stats yeah. and uh we started this in 2015
1: speaking of our stats i gotta give thanks man i really do you guys have still been downloading our episodes and listening to them while we've been absent we've yeah. actually been doing better in our absence than in our actual like consistent um you know bringing out of these episodes so really thankful for you guys um But please stop downloading episode one. For goodness sake, stop torturing yourselves with this
0: one. (laughs) At this point, we just keep it up just because. But come on. I mean, at this point, you know, at at this this point. point. Uh yeah man I mean we have a great show for you to got for you guys uh Arnaldo take us through it so yeah so today uh we are going to
1: talk about our main man Kazahira Miller we'll be uh discussing um some topics we received an email which we will discuss in the Kodak conversation but the gist of it is um you know why was uh Kaz so mad at Big Boss for leaving or when he found out that big boss wasn't who he said he was. Yeah. Um and we've also got some news. Uh eight pieces of news that we'll be sharing, uh some of them being a short documentary that talks about the canceled Metal Gear Solid games. Uh we've got Metal Gear Solid um being free in October, which is awesome. Uh and then we've got some new Kojima Productions merchandise, that and much more we'll be talking on in the um CB News.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. 2 weeks of um of layoff would do that to us, uh, yes. which will give us a lot of news. Yes, yes. So, without further ado
1: and before someone complains about our rambling, Gen Snake. Heido, are you ready to start the show?
0: Let's start the show. The CB
1: News.
0: So, for this week's news, we have yoji shinkawa to attend magic monaco 2018 uh in a recent interview he said uh magic monaco has announced that yoji shinkawa will attend magic 2018 on february 24th of next year this event taking place in well monaco revolves around comics uh what do you feel about that do you know anything about magic monaco or anything like that i don't even know that much about the guy attending it um yoji shinkawa you you say he's like this big art guy, right? He does he's, like these... yeah, he's the one that signed our uh, our right, Metal Gear Solid one. Right. Right, right, I always refer to him as Yoshi. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> From
1: Mario, I'm sorry. Yoshiki. What was that?
0: Um this ex-Japan member, the drummer, keyboard player from ex-Japan. His name is Yoshiki. Super famous over there in Japan. All
1: right, Yoshiki, like, if, Yoshiki! You're, if you're a listener, I mean, you know, we'd, we'd love to hear from you under the carbo box,
0: gmail.com. That's right. And more on Yoji Shinkawa. Check out this Yoji Shinkawa art for Square Enix title, Left Alive. You're pretty excited about this one. I know you're I we talking I am. about it. Uh, So at the PlayStation press conference for Tokyo Game Show 2017, a new game was announced by Square Enix. The game titled Left Alive is a survival action shooter with character designs by none other than Yoji Shinkawa. As Metal Gear fans will know, Shinkawa was the artist for the Metal Gear Solid since the original PlayStation game and one of the most important people behind the series. He is currently employed at the new Kojima Productions, but creates an art for other projects as well, like Call of Duty 3, Zombies, and more. His work can easily be recognized for its distinctive style. Check out the art below. So here you'll see it's definitely like the Metal Gear art style um, uh, left alive. So it kind of looks like Solidus a little up top. A little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's holding what seems to be some type of... Automatic Machine Gun, and there is a tra- a teaser trailer, uh, which you can check out on MetalGearInformer.com. Um, I'm pretty excited about it. I want to see what it's all about. I don't know if it'll come out anytime soon. Um, highly doubt it, but uh, we'll see, man. What do you think about it? Hey, man, uh, I mean, it, he's he's been doing this for some
1: time, so he's got some experience. I remember we read an article not too long ago about about developers yeah. that we don't even know about. Not saying that, you know, he's not well known, of course, but I, I'd i be interested to see what he would uh, look like more in, you know, more upfront, more upfront scenes. You know?
0: Yeah. So that, which means that he's I mean, because he's also working on um, Death Stranding. So it's like, you know, I wonder huh. um, how he's going to play his time between each. So,
1: I mean, you know, Kojima takes a millennium to absolutely, you know, pull out games. I'm sure they've he he, they got enough time. And speaking
0: of Kojima, uh, new Kojima Productions merchandise, t-shirts, mugs, and coasters have been announced. Some new Kojima Productions merchandise have been revealed that will be sold through Forbidden Planet's website. The first wave of items, including mugs, t-shirts, travel pass holders, and coasters, bearing either the Kojima Productions logo or studio mascot Ludens. Here, you'll see that uh, the normal T-shirts with the uh, mascot uh, saying Kojima Productions cost $14.99. Um, the one with Kojima Productions logo and the studio mascot Ludens is is as well $14.99. The travel pass is $2.99. And the coaster here is $2.99. Uh, also, you can get the mugs for 7 dollars Looks pretty cool. Uh, the items will be released on November second. Forbidden Planet is located in the United in the United Kingdom, but also ships internationally. This post contains affiliate links, so um, if you check down below on Metal Gear Informer, uh, you can check out the affiliated links, uh, which you can find the f- aforementioned mugs and T-shirts and all that stuff. What do you think about that, man? Well, I I've
1: said it in every show, and I will continue to say it. You know, the game hasn't been out yet. There are no games from Kojima Productions. That is correct. For me, there's no incentive to buy any of this.
0: Looks like they're just trying to make extra money so that they could uh make this game,
1: or it looks like Kojima is just selling his name. Yeah, which is that's my opinion.
0: And um, well, I mean, he he is his own name brand. You know what I mean? You you slap Hiro Kojima on anything, it's it's most likely gonna sell. You know, so he's just using his moniker of hey, I know this is going to sell because it has my name on it.
1: Right, right. But does, doesn't that kind of seem, shady. you know, uh, not shady because shady would, would indicate kind of like something you're saying, but you're not saying, but you're yeah, trying to get the point across, but a little, you know, I, I don't hate what Kojima's doing. I mean, I hope the best for him, but it's 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 a little smug in my opinion. Yeah. like you think so highly of yourself that well, if you just slap your name on a cup people will
0: buy it. Yeah, and I mean we knew this for uh for a long time now that he's uh he's very prideful. He's a very prideful man. He um I mean, he adds himself probably in each and every game. I can't remember if he added himself in two. Um but I'm pretty sure he did <laughs> somewhere, you know. I'm pretty sure he did. I mean yeah,
1: well you can you can find uh i know in in each game there's some way you can find him i know in part one you can take a picture of him as a ghost
0: and also he's in the heat ale you know when you're fighting mantis mm-hmm. um yep there you go that's part one mm-hmm. uh in two i can't really remember but i'm sure he's there three he's definitely there just yeah he's yeah everywhere. he's
1: just well and, and, and you know what surprisingly he's not in part five at all
0: <laughs> like
1: at all you don't
0: see him you don't anywhere. see him at all <laughs> he's not in a mission <laughs> um, so Metal Gear Survive at Tokyo Game Show 2017 Metal Gear Survive was playable at this year's Tokyo Game Show and the official Japanese Metal Gear Twitter channel provided some photos for the game's booth um, since this is a podcast you probably won't be able to see some of the stuff um, because you're listening to it obviously Arnoldo um, sorry guys but uh, you can check out Metal Gear Informer.com to check out the screenshots. It's just honestly just people playing the game. Um, there's some people that dressed up as the um, the characters in the game. I Goodness. Guess cosplaying. <laughs> cosplaying already? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's what it does, huh? So, uh, people who played the demo also received an exclusive sticker. Looks like a rounded sticker with the word survive on it. Um, It's their um, Twitter picture on you know, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. The logo. Yeah. Also on the show floor was Donna Burke, who sang Sins of the Father, Metal Gear Survive, The Phantom Pain, as well as the voice of the iDroid. Uh, she was there. Looks like she was singing as well. Um, really? Wait, yeah. isn't Donna
1: Burke the voice of the iDroid?
0: She is, yeah. They just said it here, yeah. She yep, is. She is. She's the voice of the iDroid. Yeah, she is. Um, Metal Gear Survive is coming out next year for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, Yeah. That's it for lots, my time. Lots
1: lots of exciting news coming out, man. Um we would love a chance to play Metal Gear Survive Konami. Absolutely. You know, we're just sitting here making episodes, you know, talking about you guys. But no, no, by all means, don't 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 let us play the game that you want to promote. You know, don't send us to Tokyo. Don't don't just don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't send us a copy as soon as you can. <laughs> So we can play it here in the United States. (laughs) Um, So next up. So we've actually got a short documentary that talks about the canceled Metal Gear Solid games and concepts. With all the Metal Gear Solid games out, I can only imagine how many canceled games there are. Yeah. So uh, it's actually a YouTube channel. uh, The YouTube channel uh, JV MERS. I don't know. You know how how I was gonna say that, but JV Jv J V M-E-R-S. They released an interesting video uh chronicling the various Metal Gear concepts and ideas that were cancelled or scrapping uh or scrapped, sorry, during production. In a 17-minute documentary, they talked about the Metal Gear Solid Port of Game.com the canceled Metal Gear Solid Rising concept—you remember that one?
0: I do remember cutting
1: of the watermelons, right? Yep. Any ideas that were cut from Metal Gear Solid Two? Which actually, I—I I, when I when I saw the video and I saw the original concept for it, it was actually I was it was much more you know it was much different. It was very different, yeah, uh, from what we've got. Among other things, you can check out the video below, which is available uh, on this article. Um. I recommend you guys go on and watch it Uh, it was actually really really good uh, just to see it and um, I think that you know these are games that we would have been interested in playing Uh, I would have loved to have known what the original Metal Gear Rising would have been Um, of course you can put Revengeance but that could have been a part two right because it is in the future after Snake yeah so uh, and then so guys Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain headlines the PlayStation Plus free games lineup of October.
0: Yeah. Now you can awesome. pick that up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think this is uh one of the best um like free to, uh free for the month game that has been out. I mean, this is a phenomenal game, guys. Um more than 100 hours easily if you want to invest that time. Plus Oh yeah, I'm still I'm still
1: playing it. I mean, you know, there's still so much to do besides just the story.
0: Yeah, it's building up your base
1: and stuff like that. It's just great. FOB missions, you know, playing online. Please and then don't
0: forget, yeah, the online version is just going to give you tons and tons of hours. So, Mm -hmm. honestly, guys, don't miss out on this uh, for October. Metagross Audit five free. Yep, if
1: you're a PlayStation uh, owner, go get it. Uh, And then also on the news. Uh, We've actually got some sad news. Uh, So Barry Denon, you know, the voice of Fat Man for MGS2, dies at 79 years old of
0: age. Um, What was the line that he said when he passed away? Live free and die fat, was it? No, Um, no, 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 no. He says, um, laugh or laugh
1: and grow fat.
0: Yeah. Uh, So to you, Barry Denon, laugh and grow fat.
1: Uh he actually suffered from a brain injury caused by a fall earlier this year um and that's what actually had him pass away. Oh man. So yep. <laughs> uh our condolences to you and your family. I uh I wish you guys the best. Um but picking up on higher spirits. Yeah. But right back into it. So fans are organizing a metal gear 30th anniversary event. Now, when I read this, I was just like, huh. <laughs> huh. But let me read it on. So Metal Gear turns 30 this year. By that, we don't mean the actual anniversary. We mean Metal Gear Part 1 turns 30 this year. Yeah. Um, and so this year, a group of fans from France have taken upon themselves to organize their own event celebrating the series' three-decade anniversary. The event, the event will take place in Pixel Museum in something I can't even pronounce, At but I, it's in France, right? I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. On October 28th, it's being supported by Konami France and the Pixel Museum, among others. Uh, to France, the whole thing, the the whole thing, the team is holding uh, a crowdfunding campaign as well. This event is described as follows. Uh, this event, Metal Gear 30th Anniversary, is a fan-made event made by fans and for the fans. Its goal is to celebrate 30 years of the one of the biggest video game franchises ever created, Metal Gear, which first game was released in september 1987 in europe as a result of teamwork between konami and visionary hideo kojima this project bought by legacy is very ambiguous but if everything goes well we promise you something unique you'll always remember this event will be about three major plots and is also unique so i've only got one question Konami France what's a brother gotta do (laughs) to be invited to one of these events
0: yeah that's funny
1: we are the only Metal Gear podcast help us out here uh yeah I I mean mean, I'd like to go to France why not it would be a great investment it would be a great investment you you guys let us know what you think
0: well you know what we have to do now what's that make our own events here in the united states make it on the east coast <laughs> on that note please support us on patreon <laughs>
1: you guys oh, you guys this is not this is not cheap <laughs> this is this is not we're, we're, we're asking you guys please Gotta keep the know? lights on yes soundproof studios ain't free you know what i mean i mean um no but please guys if you do enjoy our work please consider supporting us on patreon um and also, we're actually doing pretty good in terms of the numbers. Uh, on Twitter, we have 371 followers.
0: Nice. We so, have grown now.
1: Yes, we're growing. Uh, UCBP is becoming more powerful. I saw on YouTube now, too, we have a lot more subscribers. Yes, yes. I believe on YouTube, we have 146 subscribers. Nice. Guys, if you want to support us or, um, you know, you just like our content, please consider... um subscribing to us and hit the like button on our videos we would just love you know to bring more stuff out and you know how youtube is nowadays if you don't have the likes you don't got the subscribers we're not really helping you all that much so please guys if you find it in your hearts subscribe to us on youtube that's right um guys you know that we are available to you at under the cardboard box at gmail.com you can also follow us at ucb podcast we also have a youtube page where there uh we've got about maybe 30 followers uh but we'd love for our ucbp family to grow um you can catch all of this just like heidel martinez said all the articles and news that we read in metalgearinformer.com
0: the Codec Conversation.
1: <laughs> Please send us an email at underthecardboardbox@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We love getting ideas from you for the Codec Conversation. This week, we got one, and I think it's pretty good. It's from one of our fans, uh, and uh, he literally just labeled it Cosmiller. So this is, I'm going to give you the gist. It's a pretty long email. We do love long emails. We just, you know. Going to run through it just for the sake of time, right? And we
0: do read them all.
1: So. We do. We do. We do. We read every single one. So please feel free to contact us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. And uh, this one is from Rob, right? And he says, hey, guys, first of all, great show. We love hearing that. Awesome. Thank you for thinking that way. Um, discovered your podcast somehow. Twitter, maybe. Uh, he goes on to say that he's a huge fan and he's played Metal Gear Solid 1 Um, from the PlayStation as a kid in high school, good memories, good memories, man. And so he's followed the series ever since tells us he's a big fan of all of them. Um, particularly five, three and four. And he's currently replaying Four right now. Uh, so he goes on to say, anyway, for your coded conversation segment, I was wondering if you could talk about my favorite character, Kazuhiro Miller. He has a great character arc going from a womanizing Playboy in Peace Walker, an angry, uh, a, a angry Seeker of Revenge in Metal Gear Solid Five, all the way to Master Miller character in Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Why do you suppose that he's so angry at Big Boss after learning Venom uh, Snake was a phantom, so mad that he wanted him to die at the hand of one of his sons? I suppose the easiest answer is that his friend lied to him, but such an extreme reaction. Now, he gives us his personal take, um, which we will discuss during it, but um, I guess we'll stop it there, and then we'll just get right into it. Because it, it is an interesting concept that Kazuhiro Miller, after working so long with Big Boss, and after Big Boss essentially saved his life, yeah, that he would go to the point of, I now want him dead. And I will go as far as training your sons to kill you.
0: So when we were talking here between us, it it feels like that Kaz is just, he looks at him, like you said earlier, um, when we were speaking, looks at him as big boss, as a friend, a mentor, a father figure, all of these things, right? He has him in this high arc where he's going with him in missions they lived and died together obviously just like he did or just like snake did with the boss um and he's about 20 years younger than him you know so he looks at him as someone who can mentor him and he trusts completely Uh, not only is he super smart in business he's very business savvy he thinks of of um, a lot of different ways to make money and to think of the next build steps it, build it building up, up kind of like soundproof studios um, and you man for sure you know so it's like <laughs> it, it it kind of has a lingering thought of you know after he found out about um you know snake and the phantom and all this like man how how would you feel i feel like in my theory that the reasons why he was feeling so angry is because, I mean, the deep relationship he had with uh, with Naked Snake, you know, he took him through all these things that uh, led up to Phantom Pain, um, like Peace Walker uh, meeting each other uh, at a certain point, you know, um, and just having having that friendship to not only first be an enemy. Right. But then also being from an enemy to a friend, to a business partner, to his 100% 50-50 partner, I'm guessing, you know, by the time um, Peace Walker came out, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Phantom, Phantom Pain. Pain, you know, so it's, um, it's kind of like a tumbling uh, turn of events when, you know, he's kind of like, I feel betrayed, I feel angry, you know, and then to top it all off, Ocelot knew, you, you know, um, I think you put it uh, great where it kind of felt like, um, um, sibling rivalry you know uh, they're kind of like big boss's siblings you know in a sense because they're younger right but they're all they also have um kind of like a a feud you can tell a lot when uh, especially when quiet comes into the play uh, asla is more tamed he's more like we need to see the bigger picture in this like the voice of reason right and and you need to settle down where
1: kaz is more of the wrathful you know kill everything
0: you see. Correct. Deal. Correct. Yeah, he's more protective of what he he he's built with Big Boss, what everyone has built. So he feels like Quiet is going to ruin that, you know. And Osla is more like we can use her, you know, like let's let's chill out everyone, you know, like like we can use her for sure. Right, right. And Big Boss, you know, obviously, you know, when the time comes, he'll uh what was it? He'll he'll pull the trigger. He'll pull the trigger. Right. So He's kind of like a little bit of both. He has the reason. That's why he obviously kept her. But he also knows that if it comes down to it, he'll kill her. Um, And I think it's a balance of both, right? So especially at the end, when he he finds this out and he's angry, I could only imagine how the rest of the history trickled down all the way till his death, which is pretty sad because, you know, after all this time, if you don't, you know, most people met Miller um, met Miller in in Twin Snakes. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, right? Most people, a lot of people, didn't play the ones in Nintendo on Nintendo, so and MSX versions. So their picture of Miller is just some British guy, um, that you know uh, is on the codec and stuff. So, um, he kind of gets an untimely death, where you find out he's dead. You know, Solid Snake finds out, and he's just like. What, you know, after all this time and, you know, he, he got played, played me like a fiddle, whatever. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad, man. It's pretty sad because I would have liked to know what was the conversation between him and Liquid, um, you know, how that was. And we do know, you know, that like because of Phantom Pain that they, they've they trained in the same space together, you know. So it's like, was man, was it hard for Liquid to kill him like that? You know, like, did he have any remorse or anything like that? I don't know, but um, he obviously came in very young, you know, at like 13 or something. Right. It was 13, 14. 12, he came in 12. 12. Um, he came in to the picture uh, and Kaz was there, you know, so it's like they obviously trained together. So, man, and he just she just cold bloodedly killed him.
1: Well, you know? I, I know that they they shared quarters. Uh, the children were never trained. They had their own quarters. They had their
0: own. Mm-hmm. You know, they were separate but, from staff. Well, what I mean is that they saw what was happening and they, they I'm pretty sure that they've trained in some aspect of whatever was happening there, because we do know that they stay uh, liquid, especially stayed in there, you know, and then he robs. The so he, exactly. Right. So something must have happened. You know, I mean, we see the soldiers kind of wrestling upstairs, you know, like they're throwing each other. They're practicing and stuff. You're saying he might be observing. He might be observing. Kind of yeah, exactly. Because I know yeah. that cause didn't like kids. He didn't like especially those yeah. with
1: guns. Right. Right. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he he had anything to do with like like he didn't converse with um with liquid or anything like that. He was just whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, liquid. Exactly. (laughs) So as far as as uh, as far as Kaz goes, you know, it's just we got to look at this. Let's look at Kaz's history, you know, born in Japan um, to uh, a Japanese mother and an American soldier. Right. Father. Right. And so growing up, he never knew his dad. Yeah. Because his dad left before he was born. And so he was really the man of the house for the entire time. Taking care of his mom, taking care of uh, trying to make money and stuff like that. So he found out he had an American dad and, you know, he reached out to him. But by the time he reached out to him, he was just, you know, he didn't really spend too much time with him. I guess he just went through school with him. But eventually he went back. uh, His mother dies. He goes back to America. He finds out his dad dies. You know, it's a pretty tragic childhood. Yeah. Yeah you know, one of upbringing, what, when, whatnot, and he joins, um, the Japanese forces, I believe, and, uh, trains for a while, trains them for a while, right, uh, no, trains for a while, sorry, and so, uh, when, when we look at, when we look at Big Boss, right, because at one point in time, Big Boss, I believe, I could be wrong about this, guys, but he joined the Cuban forces, he was helping them, Big Boss was helping the Cuban forces, and they ambushed, uh Miller's team to the point where they were all wrecked, right? And Kaz was the last person. And so um, Kaz tried to take his entire team out when they got a little closer uh, by pulling the pin of a grenade and trying to blow them up. But Big Boss was so fast that he stopped him from doing it. And so... It was from there that you know he spared his life, basically, because he describes it as waking up in a tent full of tubes and whatnot. And um, the reason that Big Boss let him live was because he saw the fight in his in his eyes. And so it was, it could be that Kaz felt some type of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, gratitude gratitude for Mm -hmm. this, and saw it also as an opportunity to work with this Kamikaze, right? Yeah, kind of a deal.
0: Yeah, so I mean he was going to kill himself.
1: He was going to yeah. kill himself um only because he was like I didn't come here to lose.
0: Yeah. Like as that Japanese he has yeah, that he Japanese Yeah, he was a sam- know, samurai, you know? yeah. samurai
1: kind of a spirit. Yeah. Uh but it was it was all that so they started working and they created MSF, you know? They created MSF and throughout that entire adventure it was just becoming an army without a flag and fighting for whatever they needed, you know? Um it was then that they made, you know, they made a deal to get up this this big old tanker, which they made into their first mother base, you know. And those that's years, that's years of working together. And I can only imagine Kaz knowing who Big Boss is. Big Boss, this legendary mercenary, right? He felt possibly what Ocelot felt for him. Um, not in a in love kind of a deal which we'll, we' we could talk about that some other time but kind of like a fatherly mentor figure since um big boss was older than him yeah and it was just like when msf was attacked when mother base was attacked and you know all of it happens they crash they're in the hospital he falls into a coma Miller's mindset is to continue the fight and he knows big boss is alive and in a coma and in his respect for him and his view for him, he was making, he was like, I'm going to continue this so that when big boss wakes up, he's going to see this, um, you know, and he probably won't say this, but be proud of me.
0: Yeah. But we know big boss is not that type of guy to say stuff like that.
1: No, no, he never gives really gives but, the no,
0: Yeah, you're you're right. He he's he's pretty much trying to build something right from scratch again. Um in those nine years that right, he was in coma. coma Ready for fighting. And he said, you know what? Even though Big Boss is in the hospital in the in this coma and stuff, I'm gonna keep this going. I'm gonna keep this. I think he says that too. He's I'm gonna keep this going. Um I'm gonna continue fighting for this, right? So he's kind of just already like Head on. I don't even care that all this happened. Um, I'm just gonna continue fighting, and that was probably where we're gonna big get boss revenge,
1: and we're gonna get revenge, revenge together. Correct. Yes, we're gonna right. get revenge together. He waited you know? for big he wait boss. he, he waited, waited for Big Boss. He waited. Yeah. You know when you when you when you first um, see Kaz Miller right in Phantom Limbs. I believe that was the mission in Part Five, right? Uh when you when you get him, um, Kazahira Miller sets up Venom Snake. Uh, to say, kept you waiting, right? Yeah. And Venom Snake didn't catch that, obviously, because, you know, he's it's not him. Not big boss, but that's okay. Uh, but he goes on, right? And as you're carrying him, you'll notice that he'll start speaking and uh, he'll say stuff like not so heavy anymore, huh? You know, and he'll say, B- it's boss. I've been waiting for nine years to hear you say it. Please. Can you say it? Right? And if you hit the action button when he says that, Venom Snake will say, kept you waiting. Huh? Right? Something that Cause Kaz, Kaz was just waiting for him to say that for... Not, anyone could say, kept you waiting. Huh? But that yeah. was Big Boss's thing.
0: Yeah. But I wonder how did, Venom, Snake Snake. how did Venom Snake know to say that?
1: Well, because remember, man, during those nine years... And this is an episode for another day because I saw something from Game Theory that states that Metal Gear Solid 3 was all a virtual... Uh, experience and that was actually the training of Venom Snake, but we're not going to talk anymore <laughs> oh, about wow. that. Um, but yeah, remember that all of those memories and stuff were implanted into Venom Snake for those nine years, and he was basically being trained that way um, to think himself as Big Boss because um, he had to fool everyone else and including himself. Yeah, and the only person who knew the truth who also had to fool himself was Ocelot. Ocelot. So We get all this. It comes back. And you can only imagine Miller's thought when Big Boss saved him. Our dreams are about to come true. Yeah. Big Boss is here. What I've been waiting for is here. We
0: have an army. We have people.
1: The man who built up this army before is now about to build it up again because Big Boss was the one in charge of recruitment. Yeah. Right? Through the Fulton. Right? And so now you're thinking, you're working with him all this time in part five. To get revenge. To get revenge and, you know, um, then you find out at the end of it all, after you kill Skullface, after you get the after you grow uh, Mother Base to the brink of no more room. Yeah. Right? You got your army again. You fulfilled your revenge. It wasn't with the person you were waiting for. As a matter of fact, the person you were waiting for didn't even tell you he was alive. I mean, well, that he left rather because he was alive. He left. Not a postcard, not a message, nothing. He didn't trust you. Right. You basically feel like he didn't trust you the way you've trusted him. And you've put all your faith in this guy. Yeah. And it's all a lie.
0: And he also has his gripes towards Ocelot. Right. Yet, yet he was entrusted. Yet Ocelot
1: knew the truth. Right. And so you're, you're telling me that I was just a pawn? Like I wasn't your partner 50-50. I was a pawn. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that this was true in terms of Big Boss. I kind of understand why he had to do what he had to do. Um, But I'm saying this could be what be could be going through Kaz's mind.
0: Yeah. I think that he probably felt betrayed he felt so many emotions and i mean think about it you know you live and die with this guy and your parents are dead you know you probably have no friends you know at this point you've moved so much in your life you know your only friends are soldiers without a flag if any if because Because remember remember his he's he's
1: so clouded with revenge,
0: oh, right. yeah, to correct. the point yeah. where when
1: they kill Skullface, he says, "We're still gonna keep going. This correct. isn't yeah. enough. This isn't enough. Right? Yeah. It'll never replace our Phantom Pain. Absolutely. And if we look at it, Big Boss was, um, Kaz's final limb that he lost. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Big Boss was a part of Kaz's life, and he lost hmm. that
0: too. Episode forty nine. Kaz's f- Ka- Kazuhira Miller's final limb, pretty much. Mm. Right, you let us know what the title is. <laughs> um, you won't, cause the episode
1: will be. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Nobody's. <laughs> but yeah, man. I guess in the end, Kaz was still played like a damn fiddle.
0: It doesn't even matter.
1: So, okay.
0: do we end it there? That's ended there. Yeah. I think that was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think knowing the plot point of that between that I mean I also wonder what Big Boss was doing during during this whole time building you out of heaven yeah I'm building pretty sure heaven, he yeah. was you know I just want to know like exactly like how you know like we know like a little bit about how um he got it up and the stations and everything but we do not know like where did he go to first? You know, like, I would love to know what You want to know, kind of like yeah. the track? I yeah, mean, I just yeah. want to know who he partnered with uh, yeah, to have sure. this. Yep.
1: Because Ocelot was not, he couldn't have Ocelot.
0: No, he was. He was, was he was helping yeah. Venom.
1: Yeah. And he, in his mind, through um through therapy, through psycho, psycho therapy, Psychotherapy, something. You yeah. know, convinced himself that Venom Snake was Big Boss. Yeah, yeah. What I'd like to know is what triggered Ocelot to remember that Venom was not Venom. I mean, that Venom is not Big Boss. You know, what triggered it? Yeah, what, don't know. at the time, was it maybe a tape? Maybe a tape Big Boss Could, made, yeah, just like with yeah, Venom? Yeah. And he would say, like, Could some kind of phrase to, like, Could wake him up. You know, maybe. Let us know under the cardboard box, gmail.com. Um, but, yeah, man, I think yeah. great conversation, guys. Uh, please let us know what else you want us to talk about. We'd love to dig into it. Uh, this was episode 49. And uh, next week is, uh, no, actually, two weeks. Yes, Guys, we need two weeks uh, for episode 50. So you will not be getting an episode next week. But as a thanks, you're listening to this on Monday. That's right. So uh, we ask for your patience and uh, we thank you for your support. Who's that? Trivia time. Heidel, let's jump right into it.
0: Let's do it.
1: Okay. In this day and age... Two plus two equals five. What? In this day and age, two plus two equals
0: five. What is happening? In this day and age, two plus two equals five. Is this even from Metal Gear? (laughs) I don't do what you do. What do I do?
1: You'll, You'll be like, while I'm saying it. You'll be like crash bandicoot, <laughs> which you haven't done in a couple of episodes. Thank I know, you I know. very much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Hmm. In this day and age, two plus two equals five. I mean, we can definitely. I'm sure Snowden
1: this. right now is going like, come on, hide come on, on, man. Come
0: on. Come on. Get it together. Wow. Sheesh. Can I even use a lifeline on this thing? <laughs> you want to call your wife or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh,
1: honey, that's from uh, Metal Gear.
0: Metal Gear. What? <laughs> that's from what no no yeah okay (laughs) okay oh man dude i don't even know where to start wow all right so this is from metal gear solid metal gear solid 2 sons of liberty and emma emmerich is saying it to you as just popping out names listen to me all right (laughs) Just no listen. one likes to
1: listen to us. Our ratings are down because of you.
0: I know. Because of you. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. Emma guys. Emmerich. Sending to write in. In the in. East Coast. Oh, in East Coast.
1: Manhattan, New, New York. In <laughs> broad areas. <laughs> so anyway, no. It's from Metal Gear Solid 5. And one of the conversations that Ocelot has with Big Boss. And one of the tapes
0: the final tapes
1: and he's he's uh talking to snake about how how he has to pretend that he's not big boss that venom snake is big boss Mm. and he was like big big boss says that's quite a lie you think you can hold it up and he says i won't know either you know and then he talks about how he's going to psychologically do therapy on himself to believe it and then he ends by saying in this day and age, two plus two equals five.
0: Mm, there it is.
1: So there it is. Our trivia, guys. There uh, it is. Please let us know what ideas you might have at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. But Heidel, yes. We have reached the end of episode
0: 49. That's right, episode 50 coming out in two weeks. We are getting everything prepared. We are super excited to have you guys listen to it, watch it on YouTube. Um, 50 episodes guys. We are, we are super thrilled. Like I said before, we never thought we'd get there. Um, and we will, we're getting some of the fans together to send us some stuff. We already got some awesome submissions, um, and some awesome stuff that we've done on the side as well. We literally cannot wait to get this out to you guys. Uh, Arnaldo, how have you been, man? Oh, man. This it's... is a segment, you know. <laughs> this is <laughs> this a rambling a, segment. This is a rambling segment. So if,
1: if you guys, so, you know, don't want to hear us talk anymore, we'll see you on the next episode. That's why we put it
0: in the ending of the episode, mm-hmm. you know? Because so that, you guys are
1: tired of us at the beginning. But if you, you do episode.
0: care about us and you do want to hear about other games, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. um, other stuff, because, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure um not all of you play just metal gear solid you know metal right here so uh yeah just uh stay tuned <laughs> I, I love
1: how you asked me how was my day and, and as i completely, completely just like just right like now, now i completely right now cut yep you off.
0: exactly <laughs> now nah, man how was your day
1: how was my day how and how have you been how, how have, you been? have i been have i been thanks man that's a pretty broad question but i'll try to sum it up without oh. sounding like i'm oh. rambling and that was, that was probably rambling right there, you know. Um, so anyway, so yeah, uh I've actually been house-sitting my friend's house. They've been in DR. Um nice. two of my friends from my church have gotten married, uh, Joel and Kimberly. Congratulations. You don't listen to the show. Nope. But maybe one day this will just come up. Uh they got married in Dominican Republic. I was not able to attend uh for financial reasons support us on patreon. That's right. Uh <laughs> it will not be used to travel to
0: that's right exotic places. I will be going to DR uh-huh. in about a week or two. Oh look at you. So How for nice. a wedding. Um so too many weddings. Too many, too many weddings. weddings yeah. going on, so we man. couldn't do this wedding. So we had to pick and choose. Right.
1: Right. I one. mean it's tough, man. It's tough, yeah, no, it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. But um there were several reasons why I couldn't attend. I'm I'm still in EMT Uh, course that's right trying to pull it through uh i took two tests this week uh one being cpr and uh, another one uh that i'm waiting for the results which i will get tomorrow uh so hopefully i passed it's pretty tough because i've got to maintain an 80 average and so that's 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 really what pulls me through the course but then i've got to pass the actual state exam and when do you take that uh, December, God willing, mm. December, I will be taking that. So please guys, uh, any EMTs out there, your advice is much, uh, welcomed and I would love to hear it. Other than that, man, uh, I've been taking care of their dog, um, who I've, who I've trained. I've, I've talked about macho. Maybe I'll bring them on the show. Maybe I'll bring them on the show one day. Actually, no, they, they might be back beforehand, but who knows, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, as far as it goes, man, I'm, I'm good, man. Just trying to work and trying to keep it together. And that's really my life right now, man. Um, how about you?
0: Oh, good, man. I mean, uh work has been stressful. Work, uh, just lots of work, lots of paperwork, lots of things to do. Um yeah, man, it was it's been crazy. Uh but other than that, man, I've been playing a lot of Destiny too. Uh surprisingly, I didn't think I'd play so much of it, but I got hooked, man. I got hooked into the the gear, the lore. Um, I finished the campaign. I am RAID ready. I think I'm light level 260 something. So I could probably do the bare minimum of it. Um, but yeah, you got it for I, Xbox, right? I have it for Xbox. Just yep. know,
1: guys, we, we've got gamer tags. We've got PSNs. Yeah. Um, but we're mainly on Xbox, I'd say. Yeah,
0: mainly on Xbox. I only play um, exclusives uh, on PlayStation 4. So so just games that only come out for PlayStation Heido's 4. Heido's gamer tag
1: is Heido911, if I'm not mistaken. Or...
0: Yeah, Heido911 for Xbox. And Heido two five nine one for PlayStation. Yeah, but no one's gonna add you there. All right. Yeah, because no one. play no that one cares. One. But no, 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 either no, way, they, it's in the they description. They care on Xbox. They care on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but no but one. They're, who they're, reads they're, the description?
1: Come on, guys. Come on. Seriously. there. Do you, you there. read our descriptions? Do I
0: you hope read you read do because we tag it there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, um, Destiny two really good. Uh, Finish the campaign. Finish a get bunch of stuff. Say my gamer
1: tag Heido. No one even cares about that part. Nobody. Please tell tell them more about that.
0: What, so is the your, fans. what is the fans. show the fans. Preacher's Creed on Xbox. And forget about PSN. I'm never on there. And forget about PSN. <laughs> but Preacher's Creed on Xbox. He does get on. Um, Sometimes. It's been difficult. Yeah, no, I know. It has. Um, so anyway, it's it's been great. Uh, I, I th- I've had a lot of fun with it. I also picked up this gem called Cuphead. Let me tell you about Cuphead, Arnaldo. Oh, boy. This game is difficult. This game is very, very hard. The aesthetics and everything looks so good. It's a 1930s um, cartoon. I don't know if you saw it. Have you seen it? No. Wow. Where have you been? Anyway, Cuphead just came out. um, Yes, hilarious. (laughs) Uh, Cuphead just came out uh, September 29th for Xbox One exclusively for it. It's a Play Anywhere title on Windows 10 and Xbox One. But this game is set in like... 1930s aesthetic so like that kind of like mickey mouse old school white gloves um everything is <laughs> ha- yeah everything is hand-drawn let me tell you so it took a long time to do the animations and all that stuff game looks phenomenal right now the game is very very unforgiving so there has been a few reviewers who has not finished the review because the game is so hard to beat um like IGN's review was late. A few other games were uh, were late and stuff. So it's like it's been it's been uh it's been hard, man. It's been hard. I've been yelling at my TV. Um, <laughs> it's just it's been crazy. I'm like, are you ma- serious? I can only
1: imagine Milo just looking at.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just looks at me. He's like, what an idiot. So, <laughs> Your wife is like. Stop well, my wife mean- is. She's she's kind of edging me on. She's she's cheering me on. You know, she was last night. But then you know what she said to me yesterday? She goes, "Honey, you should just give up. You suck." Do <laughs> you know how i felt about that yeah, I, I felt very bad i know how you feel about that yeah so. and so i beat him yeah. i beat the boss and i oh, yeah. woke her up and i told her i just beat it mm. so it took me a few hours but i beat it <laughs> so it's boss base it's you know it's like kind of like each uh each level is a boss so um you just kind of keep going and playing it's a platformer so um it's completely and utterly difficult but uh it's doable it's very difficult um yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, they've been good, Destiny 2, and I kind of go back and forth between them. When I like rage quit off Cuphead, I just go to Destiny, and I'll be like, all right, let me just look at my gear, know that life is still good. <laughs> it's just really difficult, man. Really, really difficult.
1: Good, man. Well, I'm, I'm sure the fans. Let us know, guys, what you guys are playing.
0: Yeah, Under On the sure.
1: cardboard box at gmail.com, man. Uh, but uh, did you get that off your chest, man? You, I you sure did. Better? You feel better? I sure did. feel good? All right, we're good then, man. Um I think you guys I think you guys have had enough of us, huh? Can we Yeah, we're not going
0: to bother you guys anymore. Next week. Not next week, in 2 weeks. Stay 2 tuned. weeks, guys. 2
1: weeks. Please uh let us know anything. You can find us on Twitter at UCB podcast. We'd we'd love to know we I, we actually respond
0: a lot faster there than anything. Absolutely. So please, by all if, means. If you're listening to this right now and you love the show, you've been hearing it for a while or you just started. Pull out your phone, right? Record a video of yourself and just say how much you love the show or dislike the show. It doesn't matter. Just something uh talking about under the cardboard box podcast, what it means to you as a metal gear fan um, and send it to us at under the cardboard box at gmail.com uh, with your name. We want to shout you out, of course, uh, but we're doing something special for the fans um, for us as well, just to um, kind of get it ready for episode f- uh, 50. So if you're listening right now, remember, please send us something at under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Just don't do it while you're driving. No, don't do it while you're driving. Don't Come do on, it while guys. you're driving. Don't do it. All right because some of
1: us some of you guys have uh, told us that you do listen to us on your way to work yes so take a break you know (laughs) pull over pull over (laughs) Uh, pull over right now yeah all right and uh, you know use the traffic signals
0: all that you'll be hazards you know yeah 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 heidel arnoldo
1: it's been a great episode man it sure has well guys we look forward to seeing you in two weeks and um We promise you one thing, we're UCBP and we will not play you like a fiddle. That's our show.